You're tuned in to Forked Podcast. This week, we're talking to Crystal Champagne, health and wellness coach who specializes in helping us to release self-limiting beliefs and letting go of our internal judge. Always boils down to not thinking that you deserve it, not thinking that you're enough, not thinking that you can do it, not believing in yourself. And so those are the issues that we work on and we address. Hi, and welcome to Forked Podcast. I'm Sean Chris Lewis, your host. And today we are with Crystal champagne and yes that is her name i know this for a fact because we went to high school together back in the day you know about 10 years ago or so and uh through serendipitous events our paths have crossed from time to time and uh, now here she is sitting across the table from me on fort podcast and listen crystal is a certified coach she can she can help us with our mind game guys and girls and uh she's an ambassador with lululemon fully certified and as a yoga practitioner and it actually goes on and on she's a personal trainer but we're gonna let her share a little bit more of her story with us as we go along crystal welcome to fork podcast thank you Tell me a bit about the certification and that you have in in coaching. We were just talking before we started the mics up about um, that it's a little bit more geared towards coaching for women. Yes. Uh, but explain that a little bit for us. Um, so I'm, I'm certified with um, a company called uh, SWAT, so Simply Women's Accredited Technique. I, it took me about three and a half years to complete the um, certification, so I was very happy once it was done. Because I'm in the, the fitness industry, um, I see a lot of women that are training with me that are not getting the results they want. So this is what sort of prompted me to get a little bit deeper and look at the source of why people are not having success in their lives in terms of weight loss or fitness, because um, everybody knows more or less I mean, calories in, calories out, you have to do exercise. But a lot of times there's a sabotaging that goes along with that. And so that's what I do. I take a look at the sabotages. I work with the, you know, with the women and we take a look at what's holding us back. Um, aside from the exercise, um, you know, like why, why would you, you know, like train hard and furious and do all the right things with your eating. And then, you know, come, you know, eight o'clock at night, you jump into the bag of chips and you can't stop yourself. So there's reasons behind why these things happen. So that's what I do. Yeah. I, as a personal trainer as well, would say that that's, we always say like it's 80% nutrition, 20% training. And then you're what you just said hits me more that that mindset part is I'd say it's, it's holds it all together, Mm -hmm. right? Because you can, you can do the 80% nutrition. You're on point all day. You're, you're eating well, but then you get home and you can just kill it all with one, you know, I don't want to say a bag of cookies, but you know, you can just really go to town on for sure. So it's connecting all the dots. Yeah. So it's, it really is. So it's, I mean, as you know, it's so much more than just like, well, it is 80% food, 20% exercise, but if we could actually put in, you know, the mental state and our thought pattern, I mean, that would take a huge chunk as well. Did any of this come from your own personal experience with getting fit and staying? Because you, you look super fit. Um, is this a, been a struggle for you from time to time? Or um, it, No, not really. Uh, I mean, we all have struggles, but it never affected me on a physical way because for me, exercise was my outlet. But I, it, why I fell into this this um what I'm doing is it because I worked with so many women and I could see that things were happening and we had to get go a little bit deeper 
And um, so this is what more or less prompted me to get to do additional studies and understand, you know, us on a different, a deeper level and, and make that connection between your thoughts and what's going on around you and what's going on with your body. Tell me, how does that look like if you have somebody who comes into work with you? Do you first sort of like give it a shot at the the training and the nutrition and then you introduce the other types of coaching if you see that it's not going well, if you see that there's... Well, it depends. Depends because I am, I can coach people just without any personal training, uh, without coming to the gym, um, without any, I'm not a nutritionist, but any consultation in terms of what they're eating. Sometimes women just come to me for the coaching. Um, and then other times it could be that uh, they come for my coaching and they say, oh yeah, um, you know, I want to come to your gym and I also want to do exercise. Or I get some people that are actually training with me. It's like, okay, you know, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm working and they're down the 10 pounds and, and then they come back and it's like they've totally sabotaged everything, but they weren't ready for the coaching. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we'll say, okay, you know what? Let's, let's integrate. Let's keep doing what you're doing. Like you're training. This is awesome. You're eating well, except we're sabotaging. So let's take a look at what's going on. And then I'll, we'll, I'll address the coaching that way. So it really depends. I mean, it's, if you're feeling that you, and sometimes it, you know, it doesn't even have to be with weight loss. It could be like, I mean, sabotaging our, our best interests, you know, if, if it's because, uh, you know, you're getting ready for, um, for a new job or, or, or anything else in your life that you sabotage. Very interesting. Tell me, about that a little bit like jobs like because yeah i i completely agree with you the these we're used to talking about you know self-sabotage i i can't sort of stick with my diet so i lose a little bit of weight i i have a moment where i get down on myself and i eat my emotions and then i lose some of my results over a period of time we kind of get that part Mm -hmm. but that job thing you you said when people go and get a job or they interview for a new job this the um well okay so a lot of the times it's it's i mean any anywhere in our lives that we're not um reaching our potential and we know deep down like we want it but we're not doing it so it's like we're there's this burning desire like i you know i really want to become a yoga teacher but then you don't take the the steps to do it or you know i really want to go for that job or or i really want to lose that weight there's there's things behind that and it, i mean it sounds cliche but it always boils down to not thinking that you deserve it um not thinking that you're enough not thinking that you can do it not believing in yourself and so those are the issues that we work on and we address um and then that as you can see like that can that overflows in anything so if it's for a job that you're applying for if it's for you know um weight loss or if it's for you know any type of achievements that you just keep sabotaging because and as i said it always it, it nine times out of ten it boils down to you not believing that you deserve it or that you're enough so do you think it's almost like people feel like they're going to be um, discovered, like um, they go in for a job and they they are bright and they are competent, but they're afraid that they're going to be the mask's going to be taken off. Is that what it is? Well, it's not even getting to that point. Like I'm not thinking that you know deep down that you deserve this, so you don't even do it. Like you don't even take the proper steps, or you don't do the proper steps to success for the success, like to succeed in in the job that you're applying for. You mean like procrastination? Oh, right? totally. Like- procrastination is 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 one of them. Totally. Actually, I completely relate to that point. I think there's been moments that I've completely sabotaged outcomes in my life because I failed to 
I, I mean, I've walked around the house. I know I got to prepare for this. And this, the, actually creating this new project mm-hmm. is the first time in my life where I've sat down. I did my homework. I read a little bit more about Crystal Champagne and, you know, called you and pre- really prepared myself not to take away any of the that sort of nice rapport that can co- come out of casual conversation, not mm-hmm. scripted, mm-hmm. but prepared. In the past, I got to say, I would have paced around Right up until the moment of, hi, I'm Sean Chris Lewis. Welcome to Ford Podcast. And after that, I'd go blank because I didn't prepare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, And so my question to you is, where do you think that's coming from? That's, um, okay, so I'm going to get coached here, guys, <laughs> no, live no, no, no. on Ford <laughs> Podcast. I could use it. I need some of that in my life, you obviously overcome it. Yeah. Um, to- yes, to a degree, to a degree. But I think that there's times where I know I have this big thing that I need to do and it's so big people say well break it down into little pieces and I'm like I can't man I can't it's what's the expression the forest for the trees you you know the trees for the forest yeah something like that it's Mm -hmm. all all I I can't I can't break it down so I just keep going around and I go get a, a bite to eat like I'll go in the fridge and I'm not I don't eat my emotions as no. much as some no. however i struggle with this so i'll go to the fridge i'll come back okay i'm gonna make a coffee then i sit and i start with the coffee okay i get up i'm gonna get a scoop of peanut butter and then i come oh my god it goes on and on and on mm-hmm. so okay so help me crystal what do we do well in those circumstances <laughs> i would say okay well i mean and we do we all do this i see myself doing this too is that a lot of the times when we're procrastinating it's because we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to have a perfect product so it's perfection. We're looking for perfection. Why are we striving for perfection? Oh, I don't know. What well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's because... I was hoping you'd tell me. Because we don't feel like we're enough. Like, we have to be perfect. We're not accepting ourselves the way we are. And we don't have to be perfect. And we don't have to have everything all together to deliver a proper podcast or whatever it is that you're looking for in your life. So it's just letting go of the perfection. And the perfection is a cousin of procrastination. But perfection comes from thinking that you're not enough and I've, I've just got to, I've got to hone this 100% and then I'm going to be good. Well, that puts so much pressure on yourself. And I, th- I think, I feel like sometimes pressure that I felt on myself and what I've heard from people that, as you speak, like I just hear lots of conversations that I've heard in the past and including conversations in my own head, um, that when the perfection or doing things perfect I feel like it 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 comes down to being judged. Why do you think that happens? Uh, but I think it boils right down to what you said before. It's just like you don't want confirmation that you're not good enough. But ultimately we are. It's that fear of being judged. But at the end of the day, what being judged on what? We're not going to be perfect. We're not perfect. We're human beings. So... Like we got to like sometimes let that go, let go of, of, of trying to be perfect in any sense of the word and accept ourselves unconditionally the way we are right now. So how do we accept ourselves unconditionally, but still put goals on our tape, on our plate and go out there and try and be our best selves without that sort of expectation? I don't well, I know that's a tricky question, but... Um. Yeah, so how do you accept yourself unconditionally? Uh-huh. It's practicing self-love. So it's being compassionate with yourself. I mean, it goes... It's. I mean, when I'm coaching somebody, we take a look at a lot of the things that they feel shame about, stories in our lives that have happened. And 
you know, it's like an onion. We have to sort of peel it back and you got to keep peeling those layers, those masks that we play because we protect ourselves to get down to the, to the bottom of it. So do you bring, um, to help people with that, obviously having a yoga background and a, a practitioner of meditation, mm-hmm. is that something that you, because I mean, I often will describe to people, I feel like I have a crazy monkey in my brain operating levers that I, just, I can, I'm older now mm-hmm. and through exercise and, you know, mindfulness and journaling and things Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a very good relationship with my wife she can help me to get Mm -hmm. grounded Mm -hmm. so I use techniques but there's something going on Mm -hmm. in there that Mm -hmm. needs controlling all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well okay so I mean I think you're a meditator just like I am yeah I'd like to say I, I meditate but Probably not as much as I should. <laughs> well, I mean, this is one of the tactics is that, you know, just meditating, um, honing things in, like tapping in because meditation, I'm not I'm not advocating a meditation for anybody because I know a lot of people, it's not their thing. But this is just one thing, like, for instance, that I do is that I do meditate daily. Um, as soon as I wake up, I've been doing it for maybe five, six years. And what it does, it just slows everything down and it allows me to take a step back during the day even because it's a practice I've done in the morning time where it's a mental discipline that you know things are going crazy in my day just to showcase take a step back yes I can recognize that monkey brain yes I can recognize the negative talk that's going through my head that's telling me oh I'm not going to be good at this I can't do this and say okay no that's not true that's not me that's that's my monkey brain talking so that's why, you know, stepping back once again, I'm not saying medita- meditation is a thing, but it's taking a look at if you can take a, like, take a breather. Okay, recognize what you're feeling. Okay, and then what am I feeling? Your feelings come from your thoughts. So then saying, okay, I'm feeling anxious. What are my thoughts? What am I thinking right here? Oh, I'm thinking, oh man, Sean wants me to do this and I can't do that. So it's, 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 you know, different. It's the inner dialogue that we have with ourselves. Yeah. So, um, okay. This is a problem. This is a big problem. I mean, (laughs) I mean, like, because I, I think statistically we're all walking around a little more high strung and stressed than we have in the past. And it would seem that a lot of it is stemming from what you're talking about right now because no time ever has there been more expectations on ourselves than now. I mean, we have, we're exposed on social media to everybody doing better than us. Um, we listen to coach. I mean, you're the real deal. I've talked to you before. I, you're, you're a coach. You, you come from the heart, like you, what you do, but there's, let's face it. Sometimes you go on Instagram or on uh, the web and everybody's a coach. And now Crystal's got to compete. I'm not saying you compete in that arena. You know what your mm-hmm. specialization is and you know what your qualities are, but some people don't. There's been times I didn't know, and I was hot, extremely intimidated by what I've been exposed to, and still do. I have to put my filters on when I'm on Instagram, say. Mm-hmm. Well, it's comparison. We compare ourselves, you know. But the thing is, is we're comparing ourselves to things that are not real. I mean, you take a look at social media. Do you think for one second someone's going to show you that you know they had a meltdown and their kids crying and you know they ate a bag of chips or whatever's going wrong in their life? It's always the best vision, more or less, right? So how do we remind ourselves about when the anxiety is going through the roof? So there's a girl that, um, that I know. She's, um, she's got this great 
uh, tag name. It's stay in your own lane. Or no, is it mind your own lane? I think it's mind your own lane. But it really basically means is like, like stay in your own lane. Mind your own business. Like be fair to yourself. Do not compare yourself to what's going on with that other person or what you see because you don't see what is, you're comparing yourself to something that's not real. So it's not being fair to yourself. And a lot of the times, if you can't, if you can't um, put your feet in that situation, then what I do is I say, like, treat yourself like you're talking to your, your daughters. Well, like, what advice would you give to, to somebody that, who you love dearly? And take it ourselves, you know? That's it. You, are so you proposing that I should follow my own advice? <laughs> I, I'm proposing, yeah, that basically, um, once again, it boils down to self-compassion and self-love, treating yourself in a way that you would treat somebody else that you love. You know, it, sometimes it's hard for us because of programming, whatever else. We don't, we're hard on ourselves. It's, and it's crazy, the expectations we put on ourselves. But do we put those expectations on the people that we love? Do, are, sure, we that, are, right, are we that are we that hard with those people that we love? Do we judge them that hardly? Do we tell them, you know, you got to be perfect? No, we don't. So that's one thing is just treating ourselves with a lot more compassion. And if you can't do that, then imagine you're talking to someone that you love. Crystal, this is so true. I mean, because if I see my daughters down about something or even my wife or, or even a client, I'll always say, listen, don't be so hard on yourself. And then I go into that coaching mode, which is if you go to the gym and just get a little bit of exercise, you don't have to hit it out of the park. You just got to exercise a little bit. You got to watch the food a little bit, like still get some of the expectations out. Um, and in time and patience and persistence, read a few good books. And I know that time will be ensure that that person didn't become lazy, right? Because no self-expectation. Oh, I'm going to be lazy. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to follow Sean's advice and I'm going to do, I'm just going to not be hard on myself. Mm -hmm. I don't and want them to become lazy. And so how do we prevent that? Oh, oh, how do you prevent what? How do you prevent somebody from taking your advice to, hey, stop, because, you know, we can just imagine that there's some listeners right now who say, hey, there's some people out there who can stand to be a little harder on themselves. Yes, for sure. <laughs> how do we, no, how I do get we it. walk that rope? Um, so this is a tough, like, this is yeah, a tough you, barrage yeah. of questions here, Chris. Okay, so you're asking me basically um, for those that actually need to get their button gear, yeah, I, I think so. But okay. also maybe the ones who are afraid mm -hmm. to follow that advice for fear that they're going to look like they're not giving it their all. Okay. You so know, that self-judgment. Yeah. You know, oh, well, I can't be easy on myself because um, then I'm not going to get things done. But they're still not getting things done anyways because they're procrastination. Stressed. Yeah. So where's yeah. the procrastination coming from? I mean, if, am I answering that correctly? Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm following. So the procrastination, so procrastination, like if, if somebody can't get their butt in gear, they're procrastinating, okay, well, where's the procrastination coming from? So is it possible that being a procrastinator is actually somebody who's too hard on themselves? Oh, totally. It's, there's the, they're looking for perfection and that's like, let go of the perfection, accept yourself the way you are, practice self-compassion, mind your own lane. Don't look whatever, like don't look at the other Instagrammers because their story is their story. Their, what there's, what's going on is their thing. And you have no idea really 
what it took for them to get that perfect post or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, they may have 5 million people working for them and five managers and, you know, and, and PR people and whatever else. And like people like us that are, you know, smaller, I'm not saying, but yeah. basically that we don't have like the, uh, you know, a, a team of, you know, a million people behind us being able to, course, to do all the work that I completely agree. Just put the blinders on and focus on your own stuff. Yeah, that's super, man, that is really interesting that a procrastinator it could actually just be somebody who's being way too hard on themselves. And because I re- actually remember way back when uh, my wife and I, we went for some marital counseling, you know, because things aren't always perfect. <laughs> and um, I remember sitting there and the marital counselor, so amazing woman, I'll never forget her and what she's done for, she did for my wife and I. And she said, you know, Sean, I'm listening to you and you're a perfectionist. Crystal, I've never, ever thought of myself as a perfectionist because I just actually, my self-esteem at the time was so low. I thought a perfectionist was a compliment. So I'm like, I'm not a perfectionist. I'm not that good. I'm not that smart. I'm not that interesting. Yeah. But low self-esteem is that you're, you're looking to be perfect because you don't feel that you're enough as it is without being perfect. So low self-esteem could lead to an expectation to be perfect, which could lead to procrastination. Yeah. I'm not saying that the line has to go that no, way, I mean, but so I'm com- saying it, it is a possibility. Yeah, so low self-esteem or shame is that you, you don't think that you're good enough the way you are right now, so you have to do whatever it is to be perfect. And to be perfect, nobody's perfect. So of course you're going to procrastinate because you're like, where do I start? How am I, you know, and, so, and it's overwhelming, I, you know, so yeah. So, so getting started, that's why most of us, like I remember Annabelle, my, my wife telling me, Sean, just get a podcast done and put it out there. I'm yeah, like, don't worry about okay, it. Being, okay. Yeah. like Because getting started is a form of procrastination being caused by this need for things to be perfect. Yeah. And giving yourself the grace to allow yourself to be a beginner. Oh boy, I let the silence go on that one. That was very good, man. That but was, yeah. To yeah. let yourself be a beginner. Because you know what? We all have to start someplace. And you know, we, we're all, we're beginners in everything that we do. So it, giving yourself that grace, Hey, yeah, this is my first podcast. It's not going to be my best. I'm not saying, Oh, I it's I, great. You've, you're therapizing me. I'm already feeling better over here. I feel like I owe you money after this. <laughs> but you know, I remember coming into one of my workshops cause I do workshops for, for women. Um, and, uh, and I remember the first one I was like, I, like the week before, I'm like, I had all my notes, I'd done everything and I'd worked and I created my program and I knew what I was talking about and I was so nervous. And I'm like, why am I nervous? Like, I mean, I know my stuff because I teach all day long. I talk in front of people all day long. So it's like, it's no different. But then I'm like, because I've never done this before and I'm putting all these expectations for me to do it perfect and drive it home. Well, and I said, you know what? This is silly. Like, I'm going to go there, do the best I can. It's not going to be perfect, but that's Okay. Because it's my first time. So it's, it's just being my own best friend. Once again, it's, it's compassion. Wow. And um, okay, so yeah, listen, you, you said a lot in that. I wasn't expecting our conversation to go this way. I think <laughs> real-time talk like that is very helpful, right? Because, you know, we can talk about how, how do you manage people and, and, and bring them through this sort of like 
A to Z process better just talk about people who actually have real problems. I, I mean, I put myself right out there. I'm, I'm not perfect and I'm always, I've recognized that I'm not perfect and working on myself is a daily thing and the expectations, thankfully, but I'm 51. I get that at 51, but I didn't even get that at 49. Like, I'm I'm serious. It, mm-hmm. Over the last two years, I've changed significantly, and and it's been more in alignment with the man that I've always wanted to be. I didn't know how to be this, but it seems that it's just kind of happening now. So, is there any way we can help younger people to learn this sooner, or is this like a big experience game? Is this younger people? Yeah, my suggestion. Is just let go of the social media. Let's go. Let go of the social feeds. You know, like just that. I mean, that's just one stop yeah. step. I should say. Like, be on it, but let go of all the thoughts that come with it. Or what do you? Don't compare yourself. Mm-hmm. So, because they need to be on it, right? But yeah, yeah. not not. Yeah, that's. But don't compare you. You know, you <laughs> inevitably do that, right? Like this is or- like. So how do we stop? Stay in your own lane. Do the best you can do. Do not compare yourself. I catch myself. I do. I mean, I, you know, I like, oh man, oh my God, look at that post. Oh my God. Oh, I got to do that. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not me. Okay. Take a breath, you know, but it's, it's just, once again, it's just sort of like taking a step back and not comparing yourself to things that are not even real because we're just not being fair to ourselves. So it's almost like that, that expectation comes into it. And so how do you, coach somebody if you have a client how do you because we know that they they have a particular body and then you want to try and help people to accept their bodies and accept themselves and love themselves for how they are Mm -hmm. um and then you you try to guide them through their goals to get fit or get healthy so but then they keep bringing up this idea but i got these love handles and i got this so we as coaches now you need to figure out how to get the the actions in alignment with the goal right because if you have a goal to be fit but you're not going to the gym and exercising and eating a bag of cookies you're not going to get fit but the goal you keep talking about this goal to get fit so how do you help people to align their actions with the goals that they themselves are speaking out okay well connection it's, it's connecting your, like what's going on. So if you've got these goals and you're, you're not getting them, connect what's, what is it it's going on that's not in alignment with your life? This is tough. Like what we're talking about here is tough because we're, we, we're trying to help people to understand that their, their expectations, we need to, first, we need to believe we can be better, right? Then we got to put in the actions to get to move towards our belief. But believe that we that we deserve to be better in our minds because we think sometimes sometimes it's because we, we believe that we, we don't deserve it. So it's, it's not necessarily being, it's also believe like you deserve it. What happens to somebody if they finally get it? You know, like they finally get the reward. Is that end game? Did they sort of beat the level boss and now they're, they're good and they're... Well, I mean, we're always, we're human. We're always going to fluctuate. We're always going to have struggles. We're always going to have triggers, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, so it's, it's, but if, yeah, if you can get to that place, you're working towards something, like if it's weight loss, 
you know, like I'll give you a story of an example. So this one woman that I work with, you know, she's a, a lovely lady, beautiful, um, you know, just in every sense of the word. So, you know, she's finally, she's like, Crystal, like I've been, you know, like I, I need to lose weight and, and I really, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I just can't seem to shake it. And she really, really wanted to. She didn't necessarily have to lose it. She wasn't, um, she didn't have too many health issues per se, but it was just more of feeling better in her skin. And I get it. I totally get it. So I, you know, we started coaching and uh, like after digging and understanding there, this, this woman was like really resonating at a place of uh, fear. And it was because she'd gotten married when she was very, very young. And then, um, and she got married to her high school sweetheart, got divorced. So she never really had any experiences with men in her life. And now she's on the dating scene. She doesn't know what to do. And, you know, so, and, and it scares her because she's never had to deal with that. So the fear of just being able to address being in, uh, like meeting new people and meeting a man, another man and actually being able to have another relationship, you know, it was so foreign to her that it scared her. So then she wasn't losing the weight because she deep down didn't want to address her fears. So, and you know, be on the date feeling like that she's not for some reason, desirable, so she's not taking care of herself. Well, she didn't want to be desirable yeah. deep down because yeah. then she didn't know how she was going to handle herself because she didn't. She never had experience with men, so it was like being able to say, "Okay, um, I, I." So then it boils down to also believing in yourself, and then we work through that as well. But just can you see the the the, yeah. the, the connection between the the fear of being desirable because she thought she wanted to be desirable but deep down she didn't take a look that she was afraid to be desirable because she didn't know how she was going to handle it she was this woman in her 40s and she's never dated so i was like i don't know what to do so i'd rather just stay in my comfort zone i mean that's what we do we we like to stay in our comfort zones not everybody's blessed to be in an environment that encourages them to do this kind of stuff then they say like you are the sum total of the five people you hang around with. So we know a lot of people aren't hanging around with the people who can help them. So what are some tips? Can we? Do you have some sort of like? To here's here's Crystal's top three tips oh. of what to know. Do you have something like um, daily? Something people can do that translates into a better week okay. and sort of like. Can we go through that? Sure, sure. So, um, I mean, some of the things that... So I wake up. I wake up. Well, um, first thing, if you have the time or even dedicate, I would say just dedicate the time is uh, you can even have a gratitude journal in the morning time. Um, the first thing that you want to do in the morning is you want to set yourself up for the day. So by setting yourself up for the day, positive thoughts right away. So maybe, it's, maybe it is a, um, a meditation. It's a, a guided meditation on positivity, on courage. Um, I also recommend reading something, even if it's just a small blurb that could be motivating, it could be encouraged. As you said, you're the sum of the five people around you. So in, like circle yourself around. If you don't have access to those people, then I suggest then follow them on like podcasts or or, you know, read their books or, you know, when you're driving, buy their CDs or, or not, well, not CDs anymore, mm -hmm. but, you know, hook up to yeah. Bluetooth and, you know, listen to their podcasts, the positivity right there. So first thing in the morning is, is listen to something positive. Maybe take, take five minutes to write your gratitude journal. Maybe set yourself one goal. Like you don't want to overwhelm yourself. So maybe it's today is I'm going to drink one extra glass of water. So you're not, because you don't want to change the whole thing, because at the end of the day, then that you're going to set yourself up for failure. You need to make it 
accessible and you need to have it attainable and you need to have it sustainable. So, cause you're, you're proving to yourself that I could do this. I can, I can at least, cause even if it's a one glass of water and gratitude journaling in the morning, at least at the end of the day, you did it and you say, okay, that's a new habit I've started. I could do that again tomorrow. And you're programming yourself. You're programming yourself in the, like, it's, it's like, you know, that expression, fake it till you make it. Yes, yes, Sometimes you have to fake it till you make of it. Of course. So I maybe do. you don't want to listen to that motivational, you know, um, meditation, but just do it. Take that even if it's five minutes, mm-hmm. but so yeah, it's, it's programming yourself. And so have a, like, have a, like you're asking me with the tips. So have a plan, mm-hmm. you know, go to bed, write your in gratitude. Like, cause we cannot, gratitude is a beautiful place to be because you cannot be angry. You cannot be frustrated. You cannot be in, um, not grat- uh, grateful when you are in gratitude. Mm-hmm. So it's really, you know, even it's just three things of gratitude. Maybe it's going to be hard. So maybe it's just a simple thing as today didn't snow, yeah. You know, I mean, not today. There's some people who are in a bad place, they're right? In a bad like place. they, they, I, I they can't think of something good. Yes, I and I totally respect that. So it's just breaking it down, even as simple as you know, like I'm alive. I'm alive. I get a chance to change. I get a chance to change. Yeah. 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 So it's just making it attainable for you. Mm-hmm. So don't once again don't compare yourself to anybody else. What can you do today? What are three things that you can do today to change it for a positive, you know, a positive experience or just to slowly change your mindset and so sticking three, to it? Three, I, I think a three is a good number, man. Because yeah. So one could be uh, gratitude journaling, get a little book, write it. You don't even, I've heard people don't even uh, reread it because it's not about accomplishing something. It's just about putting it out on paper or something that you're grateful and for feeling that it's, it's really important, not just to write it. Like it's better to write, write it in, in your hand versus type mm-hmm. it is yes. to feel it and like, let that go. In, like, st- it's like tune into how you're feeling. And so, yeah, write those things down and feel the gratitude. You take a moment to, to say, okay, you know, I'm really, really grateful for this person in my life or for having this experience or where I am and just, Really, so that would definitely be there. So write it down and take a moment to, to actually feel the gratitude, which is really, really important. Okay, so that's that's one thing. Okay, what's another second um, thing? Surround you know, yourself around people that are, you know, the average of five people. So what, what are some... if you're going to an office, man? And like so you're going you to the office, think, so then you... You, you ever get, watch The Office? N- a lot of offices are like that show. Yeah, well, so as you're going to... <laughs> it's funny you say that because we actually watched that on Friday night. That's so funny. I know like people who get don't like it because they're like, it's not funny. This is what it's like in my office and it's not funny. Like they're really serious. They don't like it. Okay. So, (laughs) so you're going to the office. Here's a chance to play something positive in your car. Don't listen to the news. I never listen to the news because news is negativity. Agreed. Agreed. So, you know, like, like get like download a podcast the night before that you find somebody that's motivating, you know, and, and listen to that. You can listen to them in the morning as you're getting ready, brushing your teeth, putting your makeup on, like program yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, good. So we got gratitude journaling podcasts i do so agree with that like just type in any of your personal interests look for things that are about you know like self-development anything like that definitely definitely you must inundate your mind with with people who in will have a positive influence on you Mm -hmm. i 
completely agree. Yeah. Okay, what's a third thing? What's one final thing well, people can do? Depends what they're look what they're looking for. So if we're if we're talking about somebody who wants to get healthier, so what is one thing today that you can do that would help you be healthier? So is it maybe cutting down on rather than having, you know, three biscottis with your coffee, maybe cut it down to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's you know drinking enough water, maybe just increase one glass of water. It's just make it as I always say, make it attainable. So that it's sustainable because it's a lifestyle change, whatever it is you're doing, basically. Right. right? So you want to break it down in increments and you don't want to overwhelm yourself and pie yourself with all these different things. Because then, of course, you know, you're going to forget that you're I mean, you got too much going on. Forget it. So just make it just break it down to one little step. Because week two gets a little harder, right? Like you just add something by week two. But no, by, no. Week, by week two, you hope to think that, okay, you've implemented these things like drinking extra water. Mm-hmm. Okay, so continue drinking the extra water. That becomes a habit. Right. And then, so maybe it is taking, instead of having two, spe- two, spoons of sh- two teaspoons of sugar in your coffee, maybe just bring it down to one. Yeah, so you're just slightly increasing your goal by small increments. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. also it's also training the mind. It's it's really it's really really important that it's making that mind body connection. It sounds so cliché, but it's so no, true. It's it's, not cliche, it's no. connecting to who you are and what you need and what you want. I think that that's part of the problem that it doesn't it doesn't make for a great Instagram post that I had an extra glass of water today. You know, it's not so glamorous and I think people have a very hard time understanding that it's those habits that all piled together, create the fit individual who's got more energy, who has the energy for change, right? Who has the energy to, for that job interview and overcome yes. the self-doubt. Because you can you can still doubt yourself, but if you've got energy, if you're not tired, you can overcome the self-doubt for at least the period of an interview. Yep. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally, totally. Like, I mean, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I think my energy has gotten me through a lot of stuff, you know, and and, uh, I thank God for the energy. So, um, Crystal, how can people... sort of reach out to you where can where can we reach you well i have um i have a couple of ways that you can reach out to me um i have uh my website mm-hmm. uh, my own website uh so it's uh, bodyconfidencemethod.com bodyconfidencemethod.com yeah and Again, that'll they, be in the show notes too and if they can't figure that out or they can't read it's a little bit easier i also have my own gym i'm a co-owner with uh, a part my partner and uh it's called sante core west island okay and core is spelled with a k um and my tagline for instagram is crystal um under slash yeah, champagne under, okay. so you can reach and then you can direct message me there as well Okay. Well, yeah. we're going to have all that in the show notes as well. And uh, Crystal, I have to say uh, that was great. I mean, I didn't, we talked about things, we talked about things we were going to chat about and we didn't actually cover most of it because yeah. you got into therapy mode. <laughs> you certainly helped me. <laughs> I'm a better man already. And uh, so listen, thank you so much for coming in. Um, I look forward to seeing you again here. I know we're going to have a lot of questions and probably people will want you back as a regular, as our, as our, as our uh, therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ruth or whatever. Dr. Crystal. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you. Thanks. You have an awesome day and you guys out there have an awesome day too. Thanks for tuning in to Forked Podcast.